This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We are back. Yeah. Nice put up with this crap in Studio A again. By crap, I mean Brittany. I wasn't only singing along. She I was. was. Doing, she was singing along. I was doing Amy's part. Are cool. You? You're listening to the show. You know what would be even better? <laughs> yeah, you did. You talked along with Amy. That's right. What would be even better? Downloading the app. It's free and easy. I like that. You're welcome. Except I don't make much of an effort. So I like to sit around the house with a pillow behind my head. You know what I mean? Just yeah. don't make any effort at all. That's fine. Put the app right next to you while you sink into your abyss. Mm-hmm. It's all true. I'm going to be honest with you, though. And, and I didn't think it would happen. But after about four months of running around the country and doing this and doing that and then doing sales calls and doing shows and doing that, that, I did get really, really tired a couple of days ago. It was good the weekend came because I, I was tired as hell. I did. I hit a wall. It's like, Jesus, because everybody is such a pain in the ass. It's unbelievable. Why is everybody such a pain in the ass right now? Oh, great. Here we go. What? Starting with this. It is one minute in the show. Well, I'm just saying you're both a massive pain in the ass. Oh, wait a minute. Did I say that on the air? Oh, no. Oh, no. We're caught. Now, the reason I even bring that up, to tell you the truth, nobody is getting along with anybody anyway. I I just skim the news. I don't even watch it anymore. I skim it. Well, like this morning, I went for a couple-mile walk, so I listened to the news. You went for a couple-mile walk this morning? Yeah. You're becoming a better person than me. Becoming? My God, what an insult. Slow and steady. I <laughs> can't imagine. Yes, Just like his walk. <laughs> yeah, right, slow and steady. I can't imagine getting up earlier and going on a walk. Actually, you know, I'm, I average almost four miles an hour, so take that home with you. I mean, I'm, I'm not worried about your speed. No, I want to know, could you walk four miles for six miles? Uh, four miles an hour for six miles. Girl, I could. Girl? I you could. could not. I could. Look at my legs. You're a candy ass. Of course I could. Well, you do it. You have Tom legs. Oh, I could do it. We'll have a walk-off later. I have, my, walk-off. I have shorts on today for the first time in 2023. I love seeing shorts on people because it just finds me that... Spring has sprung. That it's 37 degrees out and this dumb bastard's wearing shorts. I wish I knew what the weather was today. <clears throat> well, I, let me see if I can point you in the right direction. <laughs> Sunny, not windy. Huh? I love that. We should, you know what? We should start having Harry call in again on the show. Barnard, control your monkeys. <laughs> you got the uh, star of the show. What's your name? Quitney? Yep. Quitney. <laughs> Yeah, we should. We'll start doing interviews. That'd be with pretty Harry. good. That'd be good. Then we'll have Barnard control your money. Barnard. He always called me Barnard. I will never forget the Harry Carey calling Barnard. Uh, so today, sunny, not windy, with a high of 68, sister. Woo-wee. Do you hear what I said? That's nice. It is beautiful. Uh, mostly sunny tomorrow with a high of 72, sister. Now, come on. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Please, something. Partly sunny with an isolated late-day shower. That's not a problem, but a high of 68 on Friday, so that's good. Yeah. On Saturday, partial sun again with a few showers, 66, fine. Partly sunny with scattered showers on Sunday, 70. As long as it's scattered showers, it's fine, as long as it doesn't rain all day. Yeah, I'm right? fine with that. It is sunny. It's only 37 right now. I ran into my neighbor. I have two neighbors named John. So there's, there's old John and new John, and it's not based on their age. It's old John was there first. Uh, so I ran into New John walking his dog this morning. NJ. And I thought it was so weird because 
for me to be outside at 6.15 on my way to work instead of long gone two hours earlier, he just wasn't used to that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the people are just not, they're like, what are you, oh, that's right, you don't work there anymore. Um, who do you like better, OJ or NJ? OJ or NJ? Yeah, old John or New John, be honest. There's a nice balance there. Okay. No, yeah. Simpson or New Jersey, that's what she was asking. OJ yeah, there you or go. NJ. Who would you rather yeah, go? Yeah. <laughs> OJ Simpson you rather or visit? New Jersey? <laughs> I'd go New Jersey. Is OJ still alive? He's still, yeah. Oh, he's on Twitter, and it is fabulous. Yeah, what? Good. Oh, he makes comments about oh, everything, and they are. I should try to grab one of these, because oh. he... Like mundane things. Yes. He just has opinions on it. It's very funny. Hi, everybody. It's OJ Simpson. People are asking me, what do I think about hot sauce? I what? what? I wasn't asking you about what? hot sauce, but all right, OJ, what do you got for I I, I'm in, OJ. Tell me the deets. What a moron that man is. He might be one of the dumbest human beings on earth. Oh, yeah. Had it made across the board. Tons of money, great career, beautiful wife, great kids. He had, he had everything, and he had to F it up. Some people just have to destroy everything in their path. What, what is that? I, I don't know. It sounds like a lot of energy. Our, yeah, yeah, you would think. Our family does not have this energy right now. No. To get anyone wound up. The Arnesons are weak, right, this this last couple of weeks. We are not going to get in any fights this week. We're, we're holding back. We're going to wait till Q3, and then we're going to get wild. Was that Animal House? You're all worthless and weak. Mm-hmm. Was that Animal yeah. House? That was very funny. Inaccurate. <laughs> Pledge pin? <laughs> Pledge pin? God, what a great movie that was. Mm-hmm. I, I Still, to this day, I could watch that movie and laugh every damn minute of it because... He kept going down the, all the new recruits to the, to these, uh, what's it called? The, the whole fraternity. fraternity. Fraternity, there you go. Sororities and fraternities. Yeah. Can you ever tell I was never invited to be in one because I don't even know what the hell they are? Minnesota's not, we're not fraternity. No. Like down south, they're like super into fraternities. Minnesota, we're not. That. They used to be here. Yeah. And they still got all those big houses over on the University of Minnesota campus. Frat Row. Frat Row. I've lost. Frat Row. I have lost. Countless shoes. Dignity, <laughs> items, and frat row. Have you really? Heck yeah. You had dignity? It was a very long time ago. A long time ago, Tom. And then, uh, just checking on the news stuff. Uh, yeah, and what I try to do now is just go with the news headlines. So if it involves stuff I don't want to talk about, it doesn't matter because I'm here to deliver the news, right? We're going to give it to you straight, curvy, and in between. Top story or at least one of the couple of top stories in the Star Tribune this morning, Tucker Carlson's text that alarmed Fox leaders, and I quote, it's not how white men fight. Now, Tucker, I've talked to Tucker a few times, don't really know him. Yeah. You know, it's not like we're buddies or hanging out. No. It's only been on the phone, never in person. Tucker, the last guy I would ask how to fight would be you. Yeah, same. I mean, take a guy, he's a handsome young guy, smart, but tough, I... I don't see that look. I'll you know never, what I mean? Oh, yeah, I agree. I'll never not see him in a bow tie when I see him. That's true. He always wore a bow tie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he used to. So let's find out what the hell this is all about. What, did he, what could he have meant by it's not how white men fight? What does that even mean? Anyone? I don't know. No? We got two white men on the show. Tell us. We do. So I have no idea what the hell he even means by that. Me neither. Well, let's find out. The discovery of the message contributed to a chain of events that ultimately led to the host firing... Um, so they didn't agree to separate. They fired him. Because remember in the news, they said it was, a, it was an agreement to mm-hmm. separate. Like when, when They did it with Tucker? Yeah. I don't remember that. But, uh, yeah, I heard an interview with Chris Cuomo yesterday, and apparently Tucker was prepping a show. 
When they fired him. When he found out. Yeah. Now you want to talk about the biggest prick I've ever talked to. Oh, you yeah. just named him. Chris yeah. Cuomo. What an a-hole that man is. Yeah. And he's got an older brother who was, what, the governor of New York? Andrew, yeah. yeah. Governor. Yeah, yep. Governor. Mm-hmm. So my big brother will push you around. He's just a typical candy ass. I will say this. I literally never watched them, but no. their clips of them fighting over who lo- whose mom, like, which... Which one of them their mom loves the most yeah. is so funny. Well, that's a written bit, though. I mean, that's funny. Yeah. No, it's it is. It's funny. It is. No do you, do you have? I have five, excuse me, well, now five, it was six brothers and sisters. Did we ever fight over who mom loved the most? No. Do you know? It was just a given. It was me. Oh, uh, see. Yeah, no. Let me make the point. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I, my mother loved her children dear, deeply and dearly. I would say I, I, it used to be Lindsay. It might be me now because of having you? that child. Yeah, That's true. Gogo Good may point. have put me on top, but how about you, Rudy? Uh, it goes uh, from three to one. It goes my me, then my sister, and then uh, my mom's plants. Yeah. The plants. The plants are number important. one. She takes much more. Oh, you went care. descending order. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Three, I was two, like, I one. thought you put. Okay, got yeah. it. Very mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's find out what Tucker meant by that. A text message sent by Tucker Carlson that set off a panic of the highest levels of Fox on the eve of its billion dollar defamation trial showed its most popular host sharing his private inflammatory views about violence and race. The discovery of the message contributed to a chain of events that ultimately led to Carlson's firing in the message sent to one of his producers in the hours after violent Trump supporters stormed the uh, Capitol on January 6, 2021. Uh, Carlson described how he had recently watched a video of a group of men, Trump supporters, he said, violently attacking an Antifa kid. It was three against one at least, he wrote. And then he expressed a sense of dismay that the attackers like him were white. Jumping a guy like that is dishonorably, uh, dishonorable, obviously, he wrote. Why did he get so involved? I don't understand his thinking here. Why would you get so involved in that thing? I don't get it. Uh, then he expressed a sense of dismay that the attackers like him were white. Jumping a guy like that is dishonorable, obviously. It's not how white men fight, he said. But he said he found, well, yeah, white men fight by stealing your money. That's how white men love to fight. Did he point that part out? Sneaky, sneaky. That white men are the greediest sons of bitches on earth. There's no, there's not even an argument about that. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? I don't, I don't. Maybe. I mean. Well. Yeah. Devil's advocate. I've only had my ass kicked by white guys. So, see, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, right. Take that home with you. <laughs> so they know well, how to fight Rudy specifically. You know about that, and I've brought this up before. You know, over the years. Growing up where I grew up, I have never even been in an argument with a black person. Mm. Never. I just, and I didn't avoid it. They didn't avoid it. It just never happened. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what these, all these people getting in fight, your skin color, you're this, you're that. Who cares? I was going to say, I think I've seen you debate with uh, Philly, but yep. he doesn't really fight. He is the, he is one of the best non-fighters I've ever met, he'll be like, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. He's one tough son of a bitch, though, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, but like he, his arguments are no. like secret. They're so good. They are secret arguments, yes, exactly. <laughs> now, the problem that I've always had, the one problem I have had across the board is friends and girlfriends or boyfriends of people I know. It's not them. Well, I'll give you an example. I won't say who it is, but you guys know him. He's a black man in America today. He met this beautiful young woman. Um, 
And uh, she proceeded to tell him that uh, she might not be able to go out with him because he's a friend of mine, and I have the most racist show on uh, radio at the time. Racist? Really? Really? Well, who hired all those people? And by those people, I mean all the people on the show. Yeah. How do you get to that point? Have you ever heard the show? I think he dodged a bullet. You think so? I think he's going to be... I think sometimes there's moments... Yeah, I think you're right. ...where people... their butts. But I get that a lot, actually. My sister doesn't like you. I don't give a rat's ass if your sister likes me. What are you telling me that for? I hate your guts, but I never tell you that. But was it Catherine's sister telling you that? Well, that was a problem. You know, it developed into it. I mean, you you guys have dealt with that over the years. I listen to your show. I don't really care for it. So what? Oh, yeah. I just thought the other day... Oh, you did? Somebody wrote on, because I, you know, I try to write back on our social media, and somebody said, I like that show, but I can't stand Britney. And I said, same. <laughs> they did <laughs> not say they couldn't stand I you. I don't care. But, Tom, that's the thing. Don't get your heart rate up. See that? My heart rate's she not up. She knows me. I know. Like, it cracks me up. I can't listen because I'm on the show, too. I'd love to listen. Okay. Let me just tell you something. Do not ever tell me again that somebody said that about you. Okay, but here's the thing, that Tom. That just pissed me off to know. They don't know you and shut the hell up. But How that's about that? fine. It's not like, fine. It's not real. It like, is real. Social media doesn't make me that happy, and it doesn't make me that sad. I feel nothing about it. It exists. Go exactly. So you can't, <clears throat> no, if I'm no. not mad, you can't be mad. I won't be mad, but I just, you don't even know Brittany. I've known Brittany since, what were you, 18, 19, 20? I think I was 20, and I really wanted... To be 21, to go to Vegas, so bad with you guys when we were at the queue. Okay, let me hook this up for you. Here, follow this thinking. Okay. There's a young woman I've known since she's 20, and you and I have talked about how we love one another. Yeah. We've talked about that very openly. Yeah. My family adores her, okay? Stop. My wife, my son, my daughter. So you saying you don't like Britney, you're judging my children's... Uh, character and choices, and now you just really pissed me off. See, Tom, you're getting yourself worked up. I'm not worked up. <laughs> Shut up about Britney. I don't care. I, I do care. Wouldn't that make you, wouldn't it be crazy if everyone liked me? No, that the show be... would suck then. It'd have no ratings if everyone yeah, liked us. so it's That's true. fine. I don't care. As I long protect as, my friends. As long as Justin and Gogo, and honestly, I'd really appreciate if you and Rudy somewhat liked when I walked into a room. I'm chill. It's fine. Why, what, do you, what do you mean like when you walk into the room? You're always here before I get here. I'm just saying like in general. Like I don't know. Like I would appreciate. Okay. But like otherwise, why would I care about somebody I'll never meet? Somebody, whatever. And I also. You don't have to. I do. I, you don't have to either, yes, mister. Do. You don't have to find things to get your heart rate yes, up. I do. No, you don't. Here, here's an audio of me this morning coming in talking to Brittany. Oh, Christ, she's here. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Uh, no, I there it is. <laughs> okay, so anyway, yeah, uh, all right. So if they want to write stuff about you, because uh, I, I don't about, care. You see, I understand email. your point. I don't care. Yeah, okay, good. Because I, I want to live long and be super happy and whatever. So I would never let that bug me. You, if you want to write into the show and tell me I'm a goddamn disaster, I'll write you back. I won't be mean. I'm no, you're it. never mean to anybody. Oh. I've never seen you be mean to anybody. Oh, I could be mean. Well, I'm sure you could, but I've never seen it. Patrick wrote in, calm down. Corey wrote in and said, Elmer, get ready to, to quack. Tom is real wound up. He's a complete disaster. <laughs> Have a great well, I'm a complete day. Disa- I'm not a complete disaster. I protect my friends and my family. Michael wrote, LaGlue and Company has a nice ring to it. 
Oh yeah, the glue. You should start. You should star on the show. You're absolutely right. All right, I'll see you next week. Please don't leave. I need. I'll take you here. out Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Please don't leave. I think I'm getting sick again. Please stay here. He's <laughs> gonna start hurling. All right, let's get back to the story. But no, it does bother me when people. I don't like it when people badmouth somebody that I know. I've never liked that. I shouldn't have said anything. I was. Well, you should have said something. I was meaning to be silly. It's not. It's not a thing. But all you did was expose my mentally ill side. What's wrong with that? I thought we healed all that with the psychic. You know, boy, did he, did they get some reaction, by the way. Apparently, thousands of people reached out. Yeah. They thought that was pretty incredible. Well, you did nail seven things. That is pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, I would get, I don't know anything about that stuff. I, I've never, I don't know anything about psychics or mystics or crystal balls he, or he, any of that stuff. Matt Frazier was the guy in... Yeah. Uh, they, uh, Alex said that all of Tom's issues are fixed now. And my daughter said that? Yeah. She called my wife last night at 9.45 and said, is dad still awake? But she didn't, she didn't leave a message like what she needed. She was just inquiring if you were still yeah, awake. Yeah, what the hell survey. is that? <laughs> She's just taking an overall survey. Honest to God, it's unbelievable. No, that was when I noticed that I had been working too hard and I was really tired. Because I started getting pissed off about things I should have been pissed off about. So I was like, uh, I better get some sleep, right? Yeah. You guys go through that, I'm sure. Oh, I would love to sleep so much. Okay, back to this story because I just want to blow through this thing. And I'm glad I didn't read it straight through because it's just it's so weird. Um, he expressed a sense of dismay that the attackers like him were white. Jumping a guy like that is dishonorable. Obviously, he wrote, it's not how white men fight. But he said he found himself for a moment wanting the group to kill the person he had described as the Antifa kid. What is Antifa again? That's anti-fascist, I know. But what is it really? Uh, I don't know. I guess if you look at South Minneapolis, I guess it's just a group of people that love to watch things go up in flames. But how is that anti-fascist? Uh, yeah, there's this sort of, I don't know, it, it actually originated in Minneapolis. There's a thing called the anti-racist movement. That oh, was very much so a, a violent means, a violent group of people that would find people that were, you know, uh, guys like Tucker Carlson, and they would resolve their issues with their fists. And for whatever reason, it's, it out. yeah, and, and, and Antifa is exactly the same model as it was from the anti-racist movement back in the 80s. So they're all nuts? Is that the problem? Oh, it's ridiculous, yeah. Is it really bad? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I got, and I have friends of mine that, that roll that way when the riots were going on. They were down there throwing, you know, 40-ounce beer bottles filled with gasoline. And I'm like— They I, were? I'm like, I don't know why you guys would be down there doing this. Like, you guys are all going back out to the suburbs. What the hell's the matter right. with well, you? Well, isn't that the truth? Yeah. All, everybody goes back out to Whispering Hollow yes. after they're done destroying my favorite city in the world. Ugh. But I like that, though. They're tough guys, and they went with anti-racist movement or arm. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've got a powerful arm. you got to make something up for leg. Yeah, like, <laughs> some leg deal. <laughs> Let's everyone gather. How about that? Love it. Is that close enough? Yep. Okay, let me just blow through this whole situation. The text uh, message added uh, to a growing number of internal issues involving Carlson that led the company's leadership to conclude he was more of a problem than an asset, and he had to go. He was, yeah, by far their number one show, right? I think think. so. Mm -hmm. I believe so. I don't keep track of that kind of stuff. Most of these these news shows are so bad now because they're not news people anymore. Their personalities. I mean, Dave Moore, Don Shelby, Frank Bassler. These are news people. Those people are so. 
What a great sweater you have on today, Britt, Britt. I, I mean, so. What? Why don't you deliver the news and shut up? But again, I grew up watching Dave Moore and Stan yeah. Turner and you know, high, the Majors Brothers. And that's a high bar. And it's a very really, high bar. The thing is, too, is we have to know that this is political theater. It's all political theater. Yeah, this story goes on way, way too long. It goes on and on and on and on. So they wrap it up. On Monday, the New York Times and other news organizations urged the judge overseeing the Dominion case to release some of the messages that were redacted. Um, so I, who knows? Should I read, like, two comments? Because I like reading comments. You love reading to, comments. Eric, they go us, off the deep end. Give us two comments. That son of a bitch. I love it when they do that. Settle down. Go have a taco or something. Mm. So Carlson's exposed as a racist, and Fox, who was perfectly happy with his racist rants for six years, he was on the air, suddenly is shocked to find out he's a racist. Um, I, I, I don't know what you mean by that. Was he? I didn't watch him a lot. That, well, you guys didn't either, I'm sure. So Could he put racist in that sentence one more time? Well, that's <laughs> his name is Pac-Man 1, so how smart is he? Okay, I, Don't Pac-Man. hate on Pac-Man. No, no, what I'm saying is he stole a name. That's true. You can't use the name Pac-Man. <laughs> Somebody else owns that. You can't just use that, can you? That's true. Or maybe it's because it's Pac-Man 1. Can you use that? I don't know. You, you use whatever you want for a username. I'm going to go with... My new radio name is Donkey Kong. What do you think? <laughs> Good. Then my new radio name is Tom Bernard. Yeah, there was, you go. You have that. I was thinking that, <laughs> the Tom too. Tom Bernard Show. Oh, that's the funny, Donkey Rudy. Kong show. It that is so out. funny. <laughs> okay, this next one way too long. I'm not going to read this because the comments will... Oh, my God, these comments are long in here. There you go. like to go after Tucker, apparently. <laughs> I didn't know he pissed off this many people. I don't know who, it, uh, who is this or that. But I do know when it comes down to it, I'm rooting for my home team. If they are black, white, or whatever, you show me you're on my team by not always speaking ill of my culture and skin color. Preferential treatment is like bias in my opinion. If you're on my team, this person's making sense. How the hell did that happen? How did they end up in the comment section? Oh, gee, you end up this? You're making total sense here. No, I got to be honest with you. Like I said. I don't understand this. You're this color and you're this orientation. Why would I give a rat's ass about that? Yeah, you can't. Who cares? By the same token, if you're this color, that color, or you're this orientation, whatever, and you're an asshole, you're an asshole. It's equal I'm not going to cover it up for you. You're giving equal opportunity hate and equal opportunity love. That's it. Done. Uh, you earn it, whatever. I, some of the finest people on earth. Good for them. I just will never understand this. And apparently there was a big speech given in, was it, where was the big speech given about how racist Minnesota is? I don't know. Oh, you didn't see that? Oh, hmm. you didn't see it either? It's, no. it's Yeah, some of, they, they had a big meeting somewhere. Let me see if I can find it on the front. God, this, no wonder I stopped using this mouse. It's a piece of crap. You, I blame you. When you hit it from yourself and then... Claim that it was gone. Yeah, no. Somebody did take it, and then they put it back. They snuck it back in. Somebody maybe happened. brought it to Florida and then snuck it back in. Yeah, I brought a mouse to Florida. I said that's me because I was gone. That oh, weekend. you. D- that's right. You did it. You horn tooting sister. I don't want the show to go too well while I'm gone. No, you really wouldn't want that to happen. No, you wouldn't want to make any money or anything. No, if I'm gone, I got to make it act like they can't go on without me. They don't have a red mouse. Okay, the lead story this morning in the Star Tribune: Minnesotans testify about racial injustice to global audience. Um, facilitator Raj hugged Marquita Stevens, Urban League interim president, Tuesday. Uh, then they got speaker. Oh, they go on and on about. There's a lot of speakers. 
Representatives of the United Nations traveled to Minneapolis to hear more than, oh, it took place here. I thought they went somewhere else to do it. But apparently people from other countries that are shitholes came here so they could claim that we're a shithole too. That's fine. Is that what this is? So now every place has to be a puke hole. Is that correct? I guess. I mean, I guess, yeah. Uh, representatives from the United Nations traveled to Minneapolis to hear more than a dozen speakers share their stories about juvenile incarceration and police brutality. Hey, if those are your stories, yeah, nobody is in favor of, of uh, juvenile incarceration, unless, of course, you're a criminal. You commit crimes, violent crimes particularly, you're going to have to serve your time. It's just how it is. Yeah, you hear us, juveniles. <laughs> Matter of fact, i got to be honest with you. Every person I know, well, except for one. There was one guy who killed a, bu- a couple of people. But every person I know who I grew up with that killed somebody was white, except for that one guy. And do I judge white people by that? No, I don't. Probably start. Who cares? I mean, you murdered somebody, you murdered somebody, right? What the hell does it matter what your skin color is? Yeah. Right? Just remember what they look like. Avoid them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't want to be hanging around with them. That's very, very true. I, I don't know. I, I just... So I don't want to really read that story because I'm sure... I First of all, I don't understand because that's not me. Yeah. I am not a black man in America today, so I have no idea what that's like. But I hope someday we look at it and say, you know... People of other colors have a lot of problems that you don't, too. Uh, are some problems more severe than others? Absolutely, no question. Yeah. But uh, unless you're talking about billionaires out there in Whispering Acres, uh, we're all taking a punch to the gut right now, no question. They raise the rate again today, don't they, I think? The interest rates are going up another quarter percent, mm. I believe, today. Uh. Well, you guys keep your finger on the bottom. No wonder the country's going over. You your wonder? people your age are a disaster. Because we find a bunch of stories that make us feel other than helpless. Well, stories we you find. You're helpless. I'm here to show you you're not helpless. I am helpless. I can't do anything about that rate. Mm-hmm. What do you want me to do? About what rate? The one you, you just brought up. Well, they just raised. I didn't bring it up in a negative sense. They said the rate's going up. You didn't bring it up in a negative sense. No, just the rate's going up, which is not a good sign. <laughs> I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. saying I'm not I'm not an econ- economist. I don't know, but See, I just know the rate's going up again. I don't read any of that stuff because at night when I go home and I put my head down on my pillow, say wink, wink, wink. Let's try to I tell you. Look at that action, Tom. Get me a pillow, damn it. No, I'm it's, trying. To, <laughs> it's, there you go. <laughs> Break. Brittany's telling you that we are. Holy about 10 Christ! After. I didn't even know that. <laughs> Jesus, thank you for pointing that mm-hmm. out. Yes, let's take a break. <laughs> was I ranting a bit? Is that what you it's guys are saying? It's fine. Yeah. We love a good no, morning no. rant. Don't get my get away heart from rate up. See, if, you're gonna, if I'm going to do it, that's the one to do it because Kristen doesn't come on until 35. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So I'm going to do it. Now's the time to yeah, do it. It's not a big deal. Okay, we'll be right back in a couple of minutes. Right after this, well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow and now with brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. Say goodbye to tossing and turning and flipping your pillow over in the middle of the night. And more great news on the MyPillow 2.0. Buy one, get one free. The offer, promo code TOM, T-O-M. MyPillow 2.0 with its temperature-regulating technology is 100% made in the USA. Comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Brittany, have you ever met Dawn from MyPillow? Uh, no. You never met her? No, I don't. I think, well, no, maybe I have. 
I want to have her come in and do the show with us one day because she's such a smart ass who's never nice to me. And you know what? We need more of those people. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly right. Now, we should have Dawn in as a guest one day. Yeah. She's terrific. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to receive the MyPillow 2.0 buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Enter promo code TOM or call 800-516-5146 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new inexperienced banker. In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw Bryant. If you've been hurt in a car collision, it's traumatic enough. You don't need to waste time and energy on the legal stuff. Think of us as a partner who will guide you through the process. First off, you need to recover. But part of that is getting the compensation you deserve. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we'll work hard so you can get the rest you need during the trying months after a personal injury. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we understand how important it is to make our clients comfortable. So we build each client relationship on the pillars of honesty and transparency. Don't miss out on what's rightfully yours. We'll go to bat for you. For your free case consultation, please visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. I'm Mike Bryan, and I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to Bradshaw and Bryant. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Oh, really? You're doing it along with it? Boom. Boom. I was adding bass to it. You're going boom. It's all about that bass. Do this one then. You want to do some bass? Yeah. Some of y'all have never been down south too much. I want to tell you a little bit about this. So do that. I've been down south a little too bit of hard. No, nope, terrible. Disaster. <laughs> you <laughs> set me up to fail. You know who, that, who was that? Whoa, that oh, person there she was is. talented. That was talented. Was that right Kristen Burt? 
<laughs> yes, it was her chirping. That's exactly right. Why are you so early today? I'm here at 5.30, like I always do. I thought it was... And then Rudy brought me in early, so I'm well, here. No, it's, it's not a problem. I mean, he, he might be suspended for it, but you know. Worth it. Oh, kitty. She's got a kitty <laughs> with her. Knocked on the closet, so she <laughs> loved me, guys. <laughs> she knocked on the... Hey. Let me in, Open guys. the door. <laughs> so I had to get her now because if it's in the middle of me talking all the time, it's going to get really annoying. No, so. that's sweet. I, we love animals. No question. Well, last night. So Kath and I, because it was nice, we went and hit, hit balls at the driving range. It was fun, fun just to be outside and all the rest of it. We get home, and Catherine said, so I have to give Jude a bath. And she said, oh, my God, why did I say that? I look over, and he heads out, and we can't find him. He's he like, heard the word bath and out. did not like it very much. I found out he was hiding underneath a chair in the lower level Aww. of the Oh. He hates having bath. Loves everything else about life except bathing. He's not big on He that. knows the word. He knows when it's Oh, coming. he knows bath. He hates that word. <laughs> you got to start using another word now. And you know the great thing about it is he works the angles because as she goes over to pick him up, he looks at me like, help. <laughs> he looks to me to help him. Uh, our animals are the best. Could you live in your life without animals? For me, no. no. I, you know, and it's, I learned the lesson. My, I had another cat before I had my two cats. I actually have two, a brother and a sister. But, uh, and my cat lived to 17. I took the time to mourn. It was Aww. about a year. And I'm like, okay, I thought I wasn't going to get another pet. And I can't handle a house without a pet. So there you go. No, I'm telling you, Catherine and I have always had dogs. Used to have cats out on the farm. We love animals. Matter of fact, oh, this is a terrible story. Should I tell a story about Alex's bedroom? I, sure, but I'm scared. I Don't make me cry. Alex like 10 years old, something like that. And she said, Mom and Dad, could I get a, a like a canary or a, a parakeet or something? And I'm like, really? You want that thing chirping in your, I suppose, yeah. if you want it in your room, it's your business, all the rest of it. So she gets two I don't even know what the hell they, what, what are they? Canaries? What are the little ones? Parakeet? Yeah, parakeet. There you go. I think that's exactly what they are. So she, had, she got two parakeets, okay? And you could hear them chir- chirping, but it was all upstairs behind closed doors, so it, it was okay, yeah. right? And then one day I didn't hear it anymore. Uh-oh. And I realized that one of the dogs had gone upstairs, <sighs> tipped it over, and ate them both. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, there it's were dog feathers. Dog world. <laughs> feathers everywhere. I will tell you, you could find a bone or two. We had to get that all cleaned up before Alex got home from school because that would not have been pretty. How old that. is she? It's probably 10, 11, something like that. What did you tell her happened? They went to heaven with all the other good parakeets. <laughs> when it was really the parakeet massacre. It was. It was a, parakeet it was a bloodbath. A little hoodlum. That's all I have to say. That was that was Cassie Russell. You guys loved Cassie. Cassie and Nipsey. Oh, no, actually, it was Nipsey Russell that killed the birds. Ah, uh, Nipsey. Nipsey and Cassie Russell. All the famous Russells in the world, Coming except in. for Kurt Russell. We didn't have Kurt Russell. There's still time. Yeah, that's true. We can get them. So what's happening with you, sister? Oh, my goodness. Well, Hollywood is a mess right now with the yeah. strike. And I think we're really, we're already starting to see how things are going to move forward. They're anticipating a long strike, as I've talked about. But we're seeing that uh, the writers' rooms of, like, Abbott Elementary, Yellow Jackets, Cobra Kai have shut down. And they've already said this will likely delay the next season for them. And there's also the possibility that the seasons will be cut. 
So, it's, you know, if they had an order of, say, 22 episodes, it may go down to 18. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're also we're all going to suffer at some point. I know we talked about this on the family. Dancing with the Stars is moving from Disney Plus. It will stay on Disney Plus, but they're going to run it concurrently on ABC, kind of as a preventative measure. They, oh, they yeah. need to fill those scripted <laughs> yep. slots. So this this is going to be a tough one. And, and a lot of the writers I know who are Writers Guild members are they're feeling it already, and it's only been one day. I, this makes me sad, Kristen, because you we've talked about this on the show many times, all of us, that streaming. Television shows, they're the best they've ever been, I think. The shows right now are just marvelous. And that's not to go back. Like, Catherine and I went back and watched a very old episode of The Office. My God, that show was funny. It was. It, it's oh. so not fair that my daughter gets to watch Modern Family on a loop, but I had, <laughs> right. to, I had to put up with Webster. I had to watch Alf. Yeah. Well, well Alien, there you go. All these garbage shows. These kids have no idea like what real television was like back in the 80s. No, you're right. In the, in the summer, you would uh, watch reruns for three months. Oh, <laughs> yep. Brutal. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So this is it's not good because... I'm going to go, matter of fact, I just bought John Wick last night. It comes out, I think, on, what did you say, the 23rd or something? May 23rd? Is that what you said, Britt? Yeah. So I already bought it because everybody just keeps raving to me about how wonderful it is, but I'm not going to go sit in the movie theater for three hours. I'm just not going to do it. I'm a little too on the edge to do something like that. (laughs) So, you know, one thing about that is you watch it at home, you can turn it off after about an hour, wander around a little bit. Go for a walk, come back. I could bust it up into three one-hour segments that way, there which you go. I wouldn't mind doing. I just The Godfather is the only movie that's three hours long that I could sit there and. I have never seen Gone with the Wind because it's too long. Well, at this point, I I'm all for bringing back intermission. If you're going to deliver yeah, a yeah. three and a half hour movie, yep. I need a bathroom break. I might need a snack break. I'm the I'm the person that does buy the popcorn and the soda at the movie theater. So mm-hmm. I am your go to person that's going to help you know really build your uh, profits here. So I don't understand why they don't do it because I think a lot of people are tired of the three hour plus, and directors want to deliver a three hour plus movie. Yeah. So. Yeah. The theater owners could probably benefit from this in the long run. I always think of Marlon Brando taking over the directorship of one of his movies because he pissed off the director so much the director quit. And when Marlon turned her in at the end of the shoot, the movie was 10 hours long. (laughs) (laughs) Only Marlon would do something like that. There was a half an hour because at some point he gets his right hand busted because he's a gunfighter. So they, they capture him and they break his right hand. A half an hour, 30 minutes of him just looking at his hand. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. Great I love that? Petty. I, sometimes I just love Hollywood <laughs> Petty. It's fabulous. Isn't it just wonderful? <laughs> How long would you wait there? Be like, okay, it's going to be like a couple. Okay. Wait, one minute, two, hours, two, three minutes come by. It would be 10 minutes. I'd go, we have to leave. Uh, we got to go. We yeah, cannot. Right. I'd we... probably make it about six. It's <laughs> impressive. God, I can't remember the name of that movie. It's one of my favorite movies that he ever did. Did it with Carl Malden. Was the sheriff in the whole deal. What the hell was the name of that? No, nah, I can't. I'll, I'll think of it. No big deal. But yeah, 10-hour movie. I don't think so. Like, go for it. <laughs> yeah, hey, honey, I'll be home at 10 in the morning. I'm going to the midnight <laughs> I showing. I swear, I'm at the movie theater. <laughs> I'm at the movie theater for 10 hours. How would you like to be a movie theater, by the way? You could run it once a day. 
right? That's it. That's not very profitable. Not and very how many profitable. intermissions do you have with that one? <laughs> At least five. Yeah. One every two hours. So. You'd have to. Yep. All right, Marlon. Good thinking, man. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, what you're talking about is very, very important now because movies right now in theaters are not my play. Uh, John Wick is too long. If it were two hours, I would have gone to see it because I love going to movie theaters. Just love it. No question. But um, so other than that, I, I don't like what they're doing with streaming because I'm a huge fan of streaming right now. And it's all going to go away for a while, isn't it? Well, there's there's enough content banked right now, but I Good. think Good. and so we're not going to feel the immediate effects other than the late night shows, Saturday Night Live shut down, the talk, some of the daytime TV shows are going to run out of episodes. That's just the way it's going to be because they're run Monday through Friday. But it's the long haul. It's like looking out toward the next three months or so, because this I don't know if people realize this is when the writers go back to the writer's room in May and right. in June. Right. So they start writing the episodes for the fall and uh, Cobra Kai. I think they were about a month in. So they have a few episodes banked, but they don't have the entire final season for Netflix. So at some point, we're just going to start feeling like, OK, great. And that's when the network's go to unscripted television. You go to the game shows, you go to the competition shows. That's where they're going to run. So anyone who is a producer of an unscripted show, whether it's a baking show or a talent show, they're going to be called to fill in some of these holes that'll come up in the fall season. I like it. I just, like I said, I just want to sit down with my wife, watch a couple of things. We always, um, our, our, our evenings are pretty much from like 7.30 to about 9.30. We sit and watch something for an hour or two to spend a little time. And again, Jude, our dog, has to sit. There have to be three chairs, not just two, because he has to sit in the middle one. Yeah. He's in the middle chair. Of course. Next to mom and dad. Yeah. Mom on my right, dad on my left. It's, it's a great time. That's a wonderful two hours. So I hope streaming doesn't go away completely for a while because we really enjoy that two-hour stretch. Love it. Well, it'll be your opportunity to catch up on shows that you haven't yeah, seen. True. Start making that list because there's tons of content out there, and hopefully you can catch up, and then eventually the strike will be over. Everyone will be back to work, and new content will come our way. So that's good news. And what was kind of cool during COVID is they started getting creative and grabbing from other countries, and that's how we got Squid Game. So there might be oh, some yeah. little gems that come up. There will be a lot. In fact, Netflix has made a huge investment in South Korean scripted and unscripted television. So there will be a lot of that coming our way. And they are also looking to some of the British properties of what they can bring over here that maybe we haven't seen before. So we should see more international fare uh, on our streaming cool. networks. You know what I really love about that, though? And I'm very serious. It's happened many times in my lifetime. But when we start putting... Uh, Content from other countries from the Eastern Hemisphere up. Uh, our world is not what we think it is because apparently it wasn't because the United States World War II was one. It was everybody in Eastern Europe. Their content makes Europe look really good and America not look that great. I think that's hilarious. Well, you get a different world perspective. You it's do. Fun. It's a completely <laughs> different view of the world when you watch, except for British television does a pretty good job with that whole deal. I love British television. But we'll probably have more coming your way, so this is good. Did you, ever, did you watch Doc Martin? I Doc, did not. Oh, Doc Martin's one of the greatest shows of all time. He is, Martin Clune stars in it. It went 10 seasons. 
give it a whirl. If if you don't have anything to watch during this this whole break, if you just can't find anything, watch that show from the beginning. It is phenomenal. Huh. Really good. That's a lot of seasons too for a British show because oftentimes you yeah. do two and then they're done. Yeah, no question about it. But he's such he's a magnificent doctor, but he's got such a pricky edge to him. It's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. And by the way, here's a doctor who faints at the sight of blood. Oh no. <laughs> Not great. It sounds like a Wrong Brit- career. <laughs> it sounds like a British version of House. Uh in a way. But that came out before House did, so I think House was a version of that show. Oh, gosh. Gotcha. That show's okay. out of long. I don't know. I'd have to check that out. Hmm. That's a good point, though. I, let me check that out, because one did inspire the other. There's no doubt about that. Sure. So I don't know what, what the alignment was. But House was a great show. When you see Hugh Laurie speak without his American accent, and you're right. like, wait, where, where are you from? Because he was so good as an <laughs> he American. Was. Yeah. He was. You guys, mm-hmm. they both started in 2004. Oh, really? Wow, oh. really? That's amazing. Huh. Crazy. I'm glad you looked that up. That, that's odd that it's two shows so similar to one another would start at the exact same yeah. time. Yeah. Right. Hmm. That huh. same similar premise. That's interesting. Well, I guess we wanted prickish doctors on our TV screen. <laughs> yes, please. That's what we get more, Who please. Who are afraid of blood. <laughs> Who are afraid of blood, exactly. It's very specific. <laughs> yeah, it is. for a, Well, for a doc. Like, you know, Brittany, uh, she's not normally all that comfortable speaking. So to be on, you know, a podcast really makes a lot of sense. I'm working on it. I'm so shy. <laughs> I'm so yeah. When I think shy, I think Britney. There's no doubt about that. Definitely. <laughs> no question about it. So what else is happening? Everything else good? Well, yeah. Um, the, the other thing I've been following is, is that I don't know if anyone's been following the Ed Sheeran copyright trial. Oh yeah. Um, Yep. Yeah, it, this is really interesting, and there should be a judgment handed down soon. Um, it's out of a New York court. But for people that don't know, it's Ed Sheeran's Thinking Out Loud, which is probably his biggest ballad that he's ever put out. And the um, Ed Townsend, who has passed away, but his heirs are saying that um, that Ed Sheeran copied Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On. So Ed Townsend oh. was the co-writer with Marvin Gaye. And, you know, you listen to the two of them. I don't have a great ear for music. I don't hear as many similarities as someone maybe who's trained in music probably hears. But they're accusing Ed Sheeran of taking some of the harmonic pr- progressions in the song. And the real smoking gun with this is, on, of course, the the um, side that's suing. is say- They're saying that... Ed Sheeran did a mashup of Thinking Out Loud with Let's Get It On in a mm. concert. And, of course, it wound up on YouTube. And oh. they're saying, look at this. They sound exactly alike. And Ed Sheeran's like, my inspiration was Van Morrison. And he said if he loses this trial, he's quitting music. That's what he said. There's yeah. no way you can win. There's no way. He's had one other infringement one as well, right? Didn't he have a lawsuit prior yeah, he released Here Comes Santa Claus, I think. Here Comes Santa claimed it was his. <laughs> I feel like this is his second, and he is over yeah, he the... Right. Did he win, or did he lose I that one? That's the question, it. if he did have another lawsuit. You know what's funny about that? I have no idea what he even sounds like. I've never heard him sing a song. Well, mm. Thinking Out Loud is a great song. Is it? Yeah. He, yeah, and, and the video is quite famous, too. He transcends. I bet if you were to hear an Ed Sheeran song, you'd go, oh, I've heard that in a commercial or on yeah, a TV okay. show or something. Yeah, yeah he yeah. definitely is out there for sure. Yeah, the song came out in 2014. My friend actually did the music video. She's the one dancing with him in that oh. music video. Oh, really? Yeah. I had a really nice interaction right before he broke 
with Ed Sheeran, like right before the A Team came out, that big song that he had years ago. And he was a nobody. He came to town and he did like a private performance for people. And the little studio that we were in, he kind of, you know, they recorded it and they played it on the air. And then he said, hey, if you guys don't mind, real quick, I have to go back to London next week because I am going to be playing a song for my godparents. My godparents didn't know each other. And the day I was born, they came to the hospital separately and they met me. And then... (gasps) They met each other on that day, and now they're getting married, and you know, 20 years later, they're oh. getting married. She's like, I'm going back there to go sing a song. I'm never going to release this song, but I've never played it in front of anybody. It's a song specific for them. I need to practice it. Can I play it? And I was going through a divorce at that time. So Ed is in this room. There's about 30 of us, and he just grabs an acoustic guitar, and he plays it. I had to leave the room. I was, I was <laughs> sobbing so hard. I had to go upstairs and like just sit because it was one of the best songs I've ever heard and I can't remember what it sounded like. I don't remember the words. All I know is that it was the most heartfelt thing I've ever seen. I was like, that guy is going to be a huge talent. And six months later, he's the biggest artist in the world. Wow. Yeah. Oh, he did, um, he did win his first one, The Shape of You. Um, he won that copyright for Where did he one. steal that from? I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. But that was one of them that they claimed. Yeah, I'd love to know what song they put it up against. Walk This Way by Aerosmith. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Aerosmith? Who wants to go to Aerosmith for their retirement concert? Yeah, they're retiring now. They're going to go away. Rudy's, What's that? Rudy I'm, said no, he's not going. You're I'm not going, going Rudy? No, no. Why? Because I've, I've, they were too good the last time I saw them. I don't want to ruin it. I know. I had a magical experience. I saw them at the Hollywood Bowl. And for me, it's amazing because Steven Tyler hates Joe Perry and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And together on stage, those two are absolute magic. They are. Yep. They are incredible. And it's I'm glad that they're doing a retirement tour. But at the same time, I'm like, wow, what a saga those two have been through over the years. A hell of a report, sister. That's all I know. You got like 20 minutes. What the hell is that all about? Rudy brought me in early. <laughs> You're a Rudy disaster. Rudy was tired of talking, I guess, and they needed me. Disaster, I say. That's all there is to it. What a mess. Well, have a magnificent day. But i got to go listen to some Ed Sheeran because I, I literally couldn't tell if it's him or not. Oh, A-Team is not loud. Yeah. You know the song. Is it? Yeah, I'll play it during the break. Although you just reminded me of Marvin Gaye. I will close by telling you, and this is absolutely true, 100% true. When I, I think that came out like 1970, something like that. Uh, what's uh, what's going on? What's going on? Oh no, no sorry. Yep. What's going on was the album. What's going on? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the hell? What was it? Nineteen seventy? I don't know. Well, you wouldn't want to look it up while okay, I'm you know, busy. Sorry, yeah. I was yeah. I was yeah. still yeah. reading about she Ed Sheeran. Yeah, see, she's still on Ed Sheeran now because she's a let's disaster. Well, she was it. trying to find out what song he got, and I found no, it. What's I... going on? Not let's oh, get yeah. it on. Well, sorry. So both of you screwed up the story. It's a disaster. The show's done. We're going home. Going to fold up the tent. <laughs> this, this whole show took a left turn all of a sudden. No, but I did want to mention this quickly because I know you got to go and we got to move on to other stuff too. But, but that album, I believe, came out in 1970. I'm not yes, sure. Yes, 71. 71, okay. So I'm a teenager. And that album literally got me through about two years because I got extremely depressed after I, you know, because I, I tested out of high school at 16 and kind of just floated around for a few years trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Listening to that album saved me. It really honestly did. And I'm not making that up. That album is so good. Listening to his heartfelt, you know, theories on the world and his thoughts. That is one of the most brilliant albums ever recorded. And nobody can even argue that. It's a gr- maybe the best album ever recorded. Yeah. It's phenomenal. That's amazing. Did, did I get it across that I kind of fa- I'm fond of the album? I, I have a no, feeling. Good. 
As much as I would like to argue that it sucks, I think I'm going to let you have that. Oh, you are? <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> it's not my joke, but I did hear someone say, what's going on? Uh, his best song and also his last words. Yeah, what's going on when his dad shot him <laughs> in the head? But, you know, his own dad shot and killed him. Now, that's one thing I got to tell you. My dad never even shot at me once. Not once. Not once. That I never you shot know of. Well, that's true. Good point. <laughs> he might have missed. Good point. <laughs> while you uh, were sleeping. While I was sleeping, yes. All right, Kristen, we'll talk to you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Thanks very much, Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we got to take a break here. Be right back in a couple of minutes. You know, i got to show you something. Because I'm going to do an MM fat loss deal. Yeah. And I didn't know this. I actually thought I took my sweater out. I have another blue sweater that, I, what the hell is it even? I don't know, I but I like the Banff one. This is a Banff Canada one. This sweatshirt a few years ago, not recently, but a few years ago, was too small for me. Really? And I got an MM fat loss. Look at this. Look at that. Look Whoa. At this I can fit like two of me in here now. Nice. It is a, yeah, I mean, this thing is sticking out like about a foot. <laughs> So I probably can't wear it much longer. We're going to have to donate it to two I, I want to keep wearing it. I don't care about wearing it. Oversized sweatshirts is fine. Oh, yeah. They're so cute. I love them. No question. But I wanted to point that out that it's going really well. You know, I've been saying I've been losing weight, and I've got to tell you I'm really impressed with the program offered by mnfatloss.com, and I would not say that if it weren't true. I do. That's one thing about me and doing endorsements. I will not lie. Yeah, that's true. I just won't do it. And I am impressed with them. They're very nice people, too. The team at MN Fat Loss has figured out the secret to losing up to one pound of fat every day. I've lost 14 pounds. And again, it'll get a lot quicker because I, I went off to this thing. And, you know, it all worked out in the end. But I was very honest about that, too. Because I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that I, I, I weighed myself in and I, I'm going to tell you the actual number, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've lost 14 pounds. I've only been on the program a few weeks. I'm feeling healthier. I've got more energy. The program is safe and effective. That's huge for me, too. You know me, I'm not going to count points or eat prepackaged meals, certainly no hypnosis. Seriously, folks, if you want to lose 20 to 30 pounds in just a month or two, because you're coming up, uh, let's say, a month, you got the beginning of June, two, you got the 4th of July. So you start today, you lose 30 pounds by the 4th of July, you'll be ecstatic. You really ought to check out the program at mnfatloss.com. Of course, results may vary, but I'm losing the weight. I do feel great. And if I didn't, again, I would not tell you that I do, but I do. If you want to find out the secret to losing 14 pounds just a few weeks, about a pound of fat every day, no exercise required, schedule your free consultation by calling 763-312-7600 online at mnfatloss.com. Please be sure to tell them that Tom Bernard said to give mnfatloss.com a call. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant for Bradshaw and Bryant. If you've been hurt in a car collision, it's traumatic enough. You don't need to waste time and energy on the legal stuff. Think of us as a partner who will guide you through the process. First off, you need to recover, but part of that is getting the compensation you deserve. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we'll work hard so you can get the rest you need during the trying months after a personal injury. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we understand how important it is to make our clients comfortable. So we build each client relationship on the pillars of honesty and transparency. Don't miss out on what's rightfully yours. We'll go to bat for you. For your free case consultation, please visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. I'm Mike Bryan. I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to Bradshaw and Bryant. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. 
This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. What are you doing? I said I was going to show you, play you Ed Sheeran. I didn't realize we were back. You're a disaster. <laughs> I'd like to point that out. To, I was excited to play you Ed Sheeran. 15 years of a disaster. That's what this has been. You've actually known Freeze for 16. I'm 36. <laughs> I know my... Are you really? God, you and Andy, you're 36 now. Isn't that wild? That is amazing, honest to God. We're old. Such is life, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, i got to do the weather again because it's so damn good. Sunny, not windy, warmer with the high 68. It's going to be a gorgeous day today. Already is, actually. It's a little chilly still. Uh, mostly sunny and warmer tomorrow with a high of 72. So 68 today, 72 tomorrow. Uh, partly sunny, maybe an isolated shower, but a high near 68 on Friday. On Saturday, partial sun with a few showers, a high of 66. Sunday, partly sunny with scattered showers, a high of 70. So, yeah, you go all the way from 66 to 72 degrees over the next five days. Weather looks really, really good. It is still just uh, 37 and sunny right now, though. It's hanging in there at 30. You know, it's funny. Like I said, my, my neighbor, John, new John. New John, NJ. He was walking his dog this morning, and I pulled up. And he goes, God, isn't it just beautiful? I said, Be- it's 37. What kind of dog? It's, what do they call those big shepherd dogs? Not German shepherd, but what are those big shepherd dogs called? Like a Siberian husky? No, not like that. But that kind of, yeah, that kind of look. Oh, big what dog. The hell is- oh, he's a great dog, too. He's got a great attitude. Yeah, he's a very big dog, but he's just a sweetheart of a, a thing. When we go um, up to Florida, my parents have a big um black lab bubba and um it's really rare to see big dogs up there in this retirement big community you see these little white crusty dogs everywhere yeah so it's bubba just stands out you, you go up to florida shut up i knew when i your <laughs> you face got, right, you, 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 if you're the watching time. the video i want you to know i literally saw rudy start to squint his eyes and go i've got a really good one for you <laughs> I'm just, and I'm, i was like I, what is he gonna say i did you see me stop and go sure. what is he good is you go up to florida only because i imagine people listening are also thinking the same thing did you mean brainerd or did you really mean go up to florida because if so we are at a different location than i thought we were okay because the world's not round sorry that south to you is down how dare you have a small mind <laughs> Welcome to Cuba. Cuba. Just north of us in Florida. Up, down. Sorry, I don't live by like south is down, all right? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Whatever. Boy, look at the time. (laughs) Jesus. Really? (laughs) We somehow got through that first hour. I have no idea how. I don't either. It was a blur. I got to read this so people can catch up with it. Ed Sheeran is in the midst of a trial, uh, a lawsuit that claims his song, Thinking Out Loud, rips off Marvin Gaye's classic song, Let's Get It On. His attorneys have spent the past few months unsuccessfully trying to get the case dismissed, but now he's raising the stakes by threatening to quit music entirely if he's found guilty of copyright infringement. Per New York Post, when Sheeran's attorney asked what he'd do if the plaintiffs won the case, he responded, if that happens, I'm done, I'm stopping. I find it really insulting to work my whole life as a singer-songwriter and diminish it. So that's what this is all about. He said if he loses, he is going to retire. Yeah. Um, I listen to both, and I have to say that it's a stretch. Like, And the idea that or to they... to say it's the same as a stretch? What's that? To say it's the same song as a stretch? Absolutely. Oh, really? Okay. And um, like on top of it, they talk about the, well, they were able to make a mashup. That's the thing about mashups. You mix two songs like... Pitch Perfect made a whole movie about it. You just mm-hmm. pick two songs and you yeah. blend them together in like a fun way. And so it's not meant to be like these songs are exactly the same. They're not. That's why you have fun mixing them together. So who gets all the Marvin Gaye's residuals now? Because everybody in his family's dead, aren't they? 
I don't know. Mom and dad and he, they're all dead. I'm sure some like distant cousin or somebody's <laughs> racking up the cash. Why did I have a cousin like that? We're working on it. Come on. Step it up, Tom's cousins. Yeah, Tom's cousins. All right. So, oh, by the way, I do want, if Michael Bryant, if you happen to be listening, I want you to call in because Michael went and saw um, the new uh, John Wick, John Wick 4 last night, but something happened to him that was hilarious. Do you want me to text him? Yeah. See, if he, boy, he usually listens. He listens to a lot of show, I know that. But, he does, but just in case. Yes, thank you. To text, give him a quick text to see what the hell it's all about. Oh, wait a minute. I don't know if I want to read this. Tom's friend was right all those years ago. I did tell that story a week ago about my friend. Um, I won't say his name was. Uh, young black man in America today, we're driving along. And he looks at me and says, Tom, why does McDonald have like two big titties as their logo? I said, what? He goes, look at those. You got two like big titties. I said, what are you talking about? That's crazy. He said, well, then what's, what's it supposed to be? I said, they're the golden arches. He said, you ever seen two arches side by side before? I said, no, got to be Hans with you. He might have been right. This might have been a titty logo all along. No mm-hmm. way. That's, this just popped up this when morning, right? When you first right? told that story, I was like, this guy is trying a little too hard to make things boobs. Look, look at this picture, Brittany, the, I, the, the McDonald's logo. Have you seen the one, Rudy, with the logo upside down? I have, yeah. So uh, I got Titties. a quick piece of audio. Uh, this guy named uh, Eric Schloss, Schlosser? Schlosser. Uh, he has a book called Fast Food Nation, The Dark Side of the All-American Meal, and he talks about this actual thing from back in 2001. So an author of the book Fast Food Nation has come out saying that the famous M for McDonald's is not actually an M as we're led to believe. There's actually a very X-rated meaning behind it. So according to this dude, the M is actually a pair of saggy boobs. That is exactly what my friend said. How many? Uh, now, this is not a coincidence. Saggy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those yeah. Look, look, those look legit. Well, they're standing upright, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah if she's so, laying on her back, those are great. But yeah. if she's standing upright, those are pretty saggy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. See, there you go. Okay. What a coincidence. How odd is that, that that would have come up, that my friend said that all those years ago, and now two weeks later, apparently it's a thing. Mm-hmm. I had never even heard of that before. That's other wild. Than yeah. God, what a weird world. Are you loving the McDonald's logo a bit too much? The alleged shocking sexual double meaning of the iconic golden arches, one of the most recognized symbols in the world today is recirculating around the Internet. Many assume that McDonald's logo is simply a massive M to represent the name of the fast food chain. However, an expert claimed that the symbol is also meant to represent a mother's nurturing breasts when looking at it upside down. Yeah, see, it would, they would look like breasts that a, a woman who just gave birth would have. Because don't your breasts get a lot bigger and then therefore sag? I mean, it depends. It usually well, it is not okay. this dramatic like after, but, you know, after years and years, usually you'll get some, I'm sure, saggage. Is that the word? I want to know if we should get credit for this. You should. Your friend, we should. Well, your friend should, not you. No, we you, brought it up on this show. The Tom Bernard Show should get credit for this, starting this story. I love that. It's, we should, shouldn't we? Um, New John wrote in about his dog. Oh, did he? Well, could I finish the story first? Sorry. It's called Flow. I don't know if you ever heard of it. On I just thought other. that was crazy no, that no, John no, was too... listening. Oh, John listens to every show. He's an old English sheepdog. Old English sheepdog. That's great. You're right. I'm glad to know. See, no, that's good. I did. John, thank you for... Yeah, he listens to every show. I did put a wrench in that story. I'm sorry. I want to... And when... Do we remember... I remember you telling us when your friend said the boob thing. 
when did he tell you that? I don't know that exact timeline. When did he tell me? Yeah. Would have been about 1970, probably. Oh, I didn't realize it was that long Oh, no, ago. it was a long, long time ago. What they had, McDonald, when did McDonald's start in like the 50s? Well, I mean, in Minnesota. Yeah, that original one we talked about, it, I believe, was on, was that uh, Nicollet Avenue in Bloomington? That original one, I think, was like in the late 60s, early 70s. Yeah, I yeah. think that's right. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So yeah, that that's the deal. Yeah, that was like 50 years ago. He said, why do they have titties as a logo? I'm like, what are you talking that's about? That's wild. He nailed it. He nailed it 50 years ago. The alleged shocking uh, sexual double meaning of the iconic gold arch is one of the most recognized symbols in the world today is recirculating around the internet. Many assume that McDonald's logo is simply a massive M to represent the name of the fast food chain. However, an expert claimed that the symbol is also meant to represent a mother's nurturing breast when looked at upside down. The theory was reportedly first publicly presented in 2001, as Rudy already pointed out, by author Eric Schlosser in his groundbreaking book, Fast Food Nation, The Dark Side of the All-American Meal. What's the dark side of having a hamburger and French fries? Them boobies. Mm-hmm. Bo- well, good. You got boobies too. I'm glad to hear it. Good for right? you. The dark side. The Burger King beheaded his wife. <laughs> yes, that's what happened. There you go. So here you go, ladies and gentlemen. So so we we literally should get credit for this story breaking internationally. Yeah. Because we brought it up like two weeks ago. That is impressive. We are Let's impressive. go. Let's do this. And I didn't say it was me that thought they were titties. It was my buddy. Yeah, I know. That's why I was trying to give your buddy credit, but then I, I leaned into the fact. I'm like, you're right. We should get credit. We brought it to the masses. We yeah. should. No, it's true. First Brad Blanks, and now this. Yeah, I know. Typical. Jesus. Typical. All we do is just kick in at a massive rate. Uh, Kids Spot, an Australian parenting and lifestyle publication, rehashed the theory in a recent TikTok video and reignited the conversation with some people suggesting that it's good advertisement or conversely, a load of bullshit. Mm. What? Oh, that it looks like titties? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. it, it definitely looks like titties. You're wrong. Another Twitter user apparently thought it was quite effective writing, my stomach growled when I saw the McDonald's logo. I wonder if that's a sign. According to Schlosser, McDonald's bosses considered changing their logo in the 1960s. The company hired design consultant and psychologist. They started wearing Los Angeles, didn't they, I think? McDonald's? Hmm. Well, I thought it was a little bit more Midwestern than that, but let me check. Let me check. I thought it was in Los Angeles because it was two brothers, wasn't it, I think? Yeah. In the beginning. That movie was good. <clears throat> I never saw that movie. It was good? It was good. You'd like it. I'll have to give it a whirl. I'll have to give it a shot. Uh, so, yeah, the company hired design consultant and psychologist Louis Cheskin to help them rebrand, but he advised the team to keep the golden arches and reveal their hidden meaning. So it is a pair of uh, women's breasts that are standing, like she would be laying on her back with them sticking straight up in the air. Well, I think you have to flip them. But you don't have to. I guess you if you, but back. then they definitely don't look like breastfeeding boobs, if that's... Well, if she's lying in bed, they do. I mean, that's not how, boobs usually don't go... That vertical. Well, if you got if you're packing heat, that's true. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. So what'd you find out, Ruth? Uh, Dick and Mac McDonald moved to California yeah. to seek opportunities uh, at their San Bernardino location. So San Bernardino. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah, I thought it was in in California. San Bernardino's. But where is that exactly? I, I believe it's just a. It's on the outskirts of Los Angeles. It is. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was lost. That's what I thought I had heard. But should I? Did you see the movie? Loved it. The founder. Yeah. Yeah. It was I got to. I got to watch that movie. I've yeah, never it was, seen it. You'd like it. It's super good. 
But I also want a check to come in every month from McDonald's for the three of us because we broke your story long before, at least two weeks before everyone else. McDonald's, you better get at us before we get at you. See? Yeah, after this Ed Sheeran thing is all taken care of, then they can start on this case. We're next. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're the next. next. Logical choice. Nah, oh, Tom's friend was right all those years ago. He was. That's wild. If I could track him down and have him on the show. What a weird coincidence. I know, that is a weird coincidence that that happened. Because we all goffed at it going, what is that? What are you talking about? Turns out he was exactly right. Isn't that amazing that he knew that? Very he perceptive, actually. Fell into their Freudian advertisement. That's what it was. Mother's milk. Nom, 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 nom. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> this show's getting crazier by the minute. From the and start. I'm that white slut. There you go. February 23rd to today. It's already a disaster. A little over two months. It's May. May is my favorite month. To be a disaster? To be a disaster. Excellent. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.